is property doomed? That is a very good question and one that we're going to tackle today. You might be thinking from the tone of voice that the answer is definitely yes. I, I would say caveat on that. There's a lot going on uh, economically at the moment. So the purpose of this episode is to try and provide a balanced argument as in the, the, the pros and cons of, of, of the thought process that I've got at the moment. So don't worry, I appreciate the tonality of the business and you know property side of this podcast in the last few months has been very negative and we've had some great feedback from not just the people in our office, also listeners as well that have, have said there's a lot of doom and gloom. Uh, I will I will apologise for that. I like to be realistic. So that's what I'll say to that. We've taken that note on board. I will try to be more positive in my approach or certainly come across as being more positive in my approach. But what we what we won't do on this podcast is we are we're not here to lie to you. We're not here to beat around the bush. We're here to provide you with our thoughts and opinions on what's going on because we want to provide you with the most realistic and reliable information that we can in order to help you when it comes to investing in in bricks and mortar. If we were to say everything's wonderful, etc, etc, and it wasn't, we're not doing ourselves any favours, we're not doing you any favours. So thank you for the feedback, we have taken it on board, and certainly uh, for for myself, I will try and provide more oomph and more spark to these Monday episodes. So again, a massive, massive thank you for providing your support and your feedback to the Monday episodes. Is property really doomed? Well, yes and no is is the answer to that. As mentioned, there's a lot of stuff going on economically. We have had a virus come out of, effectively come out of a lab uh, as documents are now starting to prove. That's led to very fierce government reactions in terms of lockdowns and uh, uh, not traveling and then massive currency handouts in terms of printing pounds, printing dollars, all of these sorts of things. The knock-on effect of that is where people have been locked in their homes and so forth and the currency supply has increased. At the same time, demand hasn't increased because you've suppressed demand by your reactions to said virus. Now, it doesn't take a genius to work out, as we've said before, that if you increase the currency supply, but you're not altering the demand aspect of it, then what will happen at some point over time is you will start to create less demand, increased supply, more currency chasing the same or fewer amount of goods and services. That's going to increase the price of something and that's what's happened and of course where that's happened and interest rates have started to go up and there's been all sorts of supply chain issues as well because of the way governments have reacted to uh, the initial outbreak that's basically left quite a lot of the world in in the shit now does that mean the property's doomed well properties had a little bit of a, a mini renaissance between certainly between 2020, early 2022, changes in stamp duty, a lot of say pent up cash as well because people have been spending less for a variety of reasons 
and they might have had an injection from the government, uh, pardon the pun, they might have had a, a monetary injection from the government as well. So a lot of people are sitting on cash. And with interest rates relatively low, this is going back 12 months, we've seen you know, a bit of a rush there and a bit of a bubble being created. Now, because of supply chain issues and, and so forth, what's happening is these interest rate increases that have happened, they don't take, they don't go into effect straight away. So normally there's a lag, there's normally any, a lag between anywhere to six to 12 months maybe, sometimes 18 months. So the real impact of all these interest rate increases, we're starting to see now, but we're really gonna see that effect at the later on in 2023. That's when you're gonna have more issues in the property market. And that's what we have been saying. That's what we've been saying. There's a lot of things you've got to take into consideration. If you're going in and hunting down your money in, money out, golden egg deals, it's possible, but you've got to look at the other end. If you are then going to be, you know, in and out of a deal and there's going to be no cash flow, is that worth it? You can argue it is, you can argue it isn't. You have to make that call from a strategic point of view. That's not up for us to tell you. You have to say, is, is that worth it? It's not for you to decide. I said last year, and I'll say again this year, there'll be a market correction this year. Um, how will that affect things? Well, there'll be a a dip in prices without a shadow of a doubt, and the interest rate increases. You're starting to get to this point where if that's that's not sustainable in the long run, what happens? Something's probably got to break. We have to remember that we've come out of a period of very, very, very low interest rates anyway. Uh, historically, since the Bank of England was incorporated in 1694, on average, the interest rate's been, been about 5% on average over the years. So certainly in the last 15 years or so, we've not been used to that and we've got used to it. And then when the rates go up to, you know, three and a half, four percent where they are now, they're actually just going back to where they historically have been. They're still slightly under average, but with everything that's been going on in the last few years, you've you created this bubble, you've created this you know, sort of a case of tails I lose, heads I lose. It doesn't really matter what you do. You're pretty much shafted seven ways from Sunday. And that's what we've been preaching the last 18 months or so on this podcast. And we'll preach again. So again, does that mean property's doomed? Well, not really, because there is, as of anything, there's a market cycle. It's always about knowing what's going on macroeconomically. It's about timing it as best as you can. No one's timing is going to be perfect on it. But if you understand what's going on, it will certainly work in your favour. You know, at the end of the day, the aim is adding a lot of value. You make your cash when you buy in property. And ideally, you want to buy low, sell high. At the moment, if you're buying, you're probably going to be buying high. And when the shit hits a fan, you're going to be selling low. Uh, that's not good. Uh, no matter what industry you're looking at, buying high, selling low, no bueno. It needs to be the other way around. It needs to be buy low, sell high. As mentioned, high interest rates don't necessarily help those who have been used to low interest rates. Again, we've been quite lucky to an extent in the last 15 years where you know rates have been around in and around zero. Uh, I don't think we're ever gonna go back to that, but who knows? There will always continue to be deals and strategies that are out there that are profitable. That's the other thing. 
So even with higher interest rates, uh, do you then have other still other deals, other strategies that can offset the higher interest rates? So for example, you, let's just say you buy you buy a house. If you rent it out to a family, you might get five hundred pounds a month. Fine, uh, but what if you then use that home for social housing? Can you then get a contract where you earn maybe a thousand pound a month on that? property. It's purely possible we know people that are doing that at the moment. So if you then got a mortgage on that property, let's just say your mortgage is at six and a half percent and that costs you £450 a month, but you've got a social housing contract where the income is guaranteed and that's a thousand pound a month, voila, yeah, that's £550 profit per month if you're using that for social housing. If you take the same house, let's say your rent's 500 and your mortgage is 450, you then got this asset that yes, it is cash flowing positive, but 50 quid. You know, how many then do you need to get financially free? Probably quite a few, I would imagine. So there would always continue to be deals and strategies out there, no matter what stage of the market we're in. So property is not doomed from that point of view. Know your goals, know your target market, know what's going on. If you understand what is going on in the market, in the property market, macroeconomically, that will help you to plan appropriately for the times ahead. So for example, we are, uh, finally, um, we, we got our first development deal over the line. It was meant to be at the end of 2022, but it's done, it was done within the first couple of days of 2023. That's absolutely fantastic. Aaron's been working very diligently in the background, uh, obtaining finance and working on obtaining deals. Why? Because our aim for that is to try and get in a few deals this year, in and out of the deals as quickly as possible. Because the areas we are looking in, we have potential buyers who are looking at social housing contracts. Therefore, the asset itself is going to yield nicely for them, cash flow nicely for them, they just don't want to develop it. Whereas we're happy to take that risk on because from all the deal analysis that we've done on various prospective deals as well, the numbers work in our favour. Um, especially as interest rates are going up, we've got some decent private finance where you know it's easier to deal with them, um, albeit at a slightly higher interest rate, but it saves going through the hoops with all these you know mortgage companies, development finance, bridging finance, etc, etc. And because a lot of that work is in and around the south of England, uh, GDVs are going to be higher. And we believe because all these interest rate hikes, we're going to see the effect of that either in the middle of this year or at the end of this year. We believe if we time it correctly, we can be in and out of a few deals this year. Voila, nice bit of cash in the bank, fantastic. And then as and when things do take a turn for the worse, we can deploy that capital that we've made. And then, dare I say it, uh, you know, we might be able to sweep up a few deals moving forwards. That's the aim. That's what we're looking at. And that's what we've sat down and discussed. And that's the risk as such that we've analysed that we're looking to take. And again, we know that because we know what our goals are. We know what we're aiming for. We know what the target market is. And we've discussed that from a business point of view. What's the worst case scenario? What's going on economically at the moment? What can happen? Let's see what's going on 
go from there. I would advise you to do the same as well. Now, all of that being said, tread 2023 and 2024 with caution. Look out for a market crash, look out for a correction. It's got to happen at some point. That will lead to buying opportunities. So keep your peripheral vision over, open. So just because you might not actively be going out and obtaining deals, doesn't mean that you cannot do a lot of homework in the background. Attend your networking events, find out about new strategies. Can you get into social housing? Can you build yourself a team? From that, is that possible? Can you do that in your spare time? Build your network, build your power team. There is so much to see and do out there. And again, it's about working with the existing market conditions. It's about understanding what's going on knowing your goals, knowing your target market, and going on from there. So to summarize, is property really doomed? Yes and no. We're just going through a market cycle. Economic conditions aren't necessarily favorable at the moment, and they will probably continue to not be very favorable in the next couple of years. A market correction, market crash, however you want to put it, one of them will happen. Chances are probably at the latter end of this year, might be 2024. Why? Because of the deluge of interest rate rises, that doesn't have an immediate effect on, on the macro side of things. There's, there is a lagging effect on that. So we won't know the full extent of that until later on in the year, maybe at the start of next year. High interest rates don't necessarily help. Those who have been used to low interest rates Again, the caveat on that is even with the interest rate increases, they're still actually just under the, the average of 5% since nine, uh, 1694. Plus size, plus notes for property, there's always gonna be deals out there. There are always gonna be strategies out there that work no matter what's going on. Always aim to add a lot of value to your deals. Buy low, sell high, that's the idea. Know your goals, know what your target market is, understand the macro side of what's going on and tread with caution so again understand what's going on tread with caution for the next couple of years but utilize that time because there's a lot of work that you can do in the background in order to help yourself there are deals to be done plenty going on we're cracking on with it you can crack on with it as well so is property really doomed in some aspects, it might not be the best time to get involved in it right now, but that being said, bricks and mortar's got a very long history of being successful. Do what works for you. So I would not say that property is doomed, but it's not necessarily the best time to start getting involved in it if you're looking to go out and do loads and loads of deals, especially if you're new to the business. And next week, we will be looking at a bit of tax, a bit of tax knowledge. I'll give you an example of uh, something that happened to us recently that saved us a lot of cash. And then moving forward, are we going to be looking at other things to do with the property market? Why it might be quite attractive at the moment, despite what I've just said. Um, we're looking at green energy and we'll give you an update of what we're up to as well. So plenty going on on the Property Nomads podcast. As always, please do share this with other people uh, the more people we have listening to this the more subscribers we have the better it is the more we can get this 
these words out, our words out, and the more we can help and add value. So until next time, I'll feel the same.